The following program is brought to you by The Business Clinic. Welcome. It's a wonderful Friday afternoon, and you are listening to Abundance Abundance Now Now. with Maria M. Lopez. Maria is a certified public accountant, financial advisor, and public speaker. She specializes in advising her clients in their personal business and finances so that they can achieve the financial lifestyle of their dreams. Her mission is to empower others by providing them with the financial tools and education necessary for them to create their own finances. Here is your host, Maria M. Lopez. Good afternoon, South Florida. Welcome. I am your host, Maria M. Lopez. I am a CPA, and so I am this month, as you can imagine, in the middle of tax season, advising my clients on the filing of their business and personal 2016 income tax returns. I want to let you know that in general, there are still some tax planning opportunities that can be done today so that you can lower your 2016 income tax liability. I want to let you know that I am hosting a networking lunch and learn event this coming Friday, April 7, at Regis in Cora Gables at 12 noon. It will last one hour and it is for up to 20 business owners so that together we can review those possible missed tax planning strategies and missed tax deductions that can help you save dollars and put those dollars back in your business. The registration for this event is at eventbrite.com. How can I lower my 2016 taxes? A financial planning seminar. Tickets are sold there. You can register at eventbrite.com. You can also call me at 1-800-793-9721. To save your seat, to save your seat, and this way we can identify those missed tax opportunities before you file your 2016 business and personal income tax returns. Today, I want to introduce you to a great friend of mine and a colleague of mine, Carlos Garcia. Carlos is my realtor. I met Carlos about 15 years ago when I made a purchase of a residential home here in South Florida. I think the year was right before that little recession that we had in 2005. Carlos is vice president for the Kai's Company Realtors and his office is located in South Miami. Carlos is amazing. He will tell you more information about his background, but I do want to tell you that I refer Carlos to all my clients and friends because Carlos is very knowledgeable and knows the real estate industry very well. Carlos, welcome to my radio show, Abundance Now with Maria M. Lopez. (laughs) I am happy that you're here with us today to talk about a very important topic, which is the current outlook of the South Florida real estate market. Carlos, before we get started, please introduce yourself, telling uh, telling our listeners a little bit more about your background, experience, and expertise. Thank you, Maria, for inviting me to your radio show. I'm humbled and honored to be selected by you amongst all your impressive client base. I would be happy to assist any of your clients and look forward to an exciting 2017. I'm a broker associate with Akai's company since 1995. I like to assist sellers with their most important asset and enjoy working with buyers to find their dream home or investors to build their portfolios. I'm a certified residential specialist, luxury and relocation specialist, I've taken all the uh, extra time to train myself uh, to provide value-added services to my client base. I'm always available, and I would enjoy working with any of your clients. I'm a board member of the Master Brokers Forum, and we network each month, and that is uh, comprised of the top agents in Miami-Dade County. 
Beautiful, Carlos. Welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, so you have been in the industry since 1995. Has it always been in the South Florida market? Yes, it has. Okay, wonderful. So, so you know the South Florida market like, like the palm of your hand, pretty much. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Okay, are you currently working the residential market and commercial real estate, real estate market, or is there a specific segment of the market where you specialize more? I specialize in all types of residential properties, and uh, my commercial real estate comes from my residential owners. Mm-hmm. Okay, the. Um, I've sold shopping centers, warehouses, office, land, business opportunities, and I even uh, sold a church in West Miami one time. Really? (laughs) My previous background from uh, real estate was a family-owned business for 20-plus years, and um, that taught me a lot during that time. Right. That time. That time. That's wonderful. (laughs) That's good to know. So you pretty much, you, you sold anything that is real estate, you touched it, you sold it, Pretty much. You've been in a transaction with it, pretty much. Yes, I have. But I do enjoy residential more than than commercial. Than commercial. Okay. Now, you heard me start the radio show talking about income tax planning for 2016 tax returns. I know that as a realtor, that you are, you have many clients, and your clients have one or more than one residential property or commercial properties that they hold as investment properties. Would you agree that when having that access to real estate assets, it's very important to work closely with a certified public accountant that guides your clients in filing those income tax returns, but more importantly, implementing tax saving strategies? Absolutely important, especially for those that have started a portfolio of investment properties. So I'm sure that a uh, person like you with the background and training would be able to assist them in making the proper moves and reporting in their taxes mm-hmm. and further investing. Right, wonderful, yeah. No, I totally agree. There's so many things that one can do in real estate transactions. And, and, and as you know, we're already in March 2017. We're ending March. We had the presidential elections back in November. The economy is behaving differently than a year ago, and interest rates have started to increase. Can you tell us a little bit about the overall outlook of the South Florida real estate market? Meaning, what is happening today versus a year ago, for example? The Miami-Dade market is always healthy and is the last to feel slow down and the first to recover. This is because of our strategic location and people moving here from all over the world. Miami mm-hmm. is a multicultural city, as you know, with beaches, art, weather, much more in the works that we're that's coming to Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had a you know a, a quarter percent increase in the mortgage rates and expect two more. However, it's still a good time to purchase as they are between four and four and a half percent. Right, so, so it's, it's still very affordable. Very affordable to get a thirty-year fixed mortgage or a fifteen-year mm-hmm. fixed mortgage, something to that effect. Yes, it is. Wonderful. That's topic. That, that that's awesome. And so, is it because of we have continued immigration, or is it a, a lot more because of simply investors, non-U.S. investors coming to South Florida, uh, that the market is always good for these investors? Well, like I said, we have people from all over. The people in the Northeast uh, consider our um, our properties uh, with what we have to offer as far as weather, beaches, right. arts, everything. They find that uh, the real estate is very inexpensive for them. Of course. Then we have the people from Europe that also like to 
be here and and they find Miami very uh, very interesting for them and South America Central America and now we have the Asian population we have a lot of Chinese and and uh, folks from Australia and other parts of the world that are coming to Miami wonderful okay okay that's wonderful so Miami is a sexy market huh for real estate Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> All right. Oftentimes I hear realtors and investors say, Carlos, that it is a seller's market or it is a buyer's market. Can you explain the difference between the two and can you tell me which market are we in right now? Well, the newspapers take the entire county as a and generalize it. And that is mm -hmm. not a, a true fact. In Miami, you can't generalize depending on the type of property, if it's a condo or if it's a townhouse single family home and where it's located. The Brickell mm -hmm. Corridor is the buyer's market, for example, because of the overbuilding, the oversupply. The uh, suburban areas of uh, single-family homes is a kind of a seller's market, but it's very price sensitive. So if you have a good real estate agent or broker that is giving the proper information to that seller and they price it correctly, those are the properties that move very quickly. Got it, that's right. And technology, the internet is also, helping you in moving those properties quickly, right? Absolutely. The, the social media, the, all the followers, the, um, all the the internet, different internet portals, all right. the mobile applications. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. And Carlos, we all know the saying that says, location, 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 when it comes to real estate. Is the boom in the real estate market segmented by cities and neighbors? Absolutely, it is. Okay. Uh, the area and location within the sub the different subdivisions uh, are critical mm -hmm. and make that determination. Make that determination, okay. Can you tell us briefly maybe three or four areas in the South Florida market where today it is a good market to buy residential real estate and why that would be? Kendall, or, Kendall um, or the west of the county has a good value if you don't work downtown. Yes. Because <laughs> of our traffic is a nightmare. <laughs> of course. Uh, west of US-1 is less uh, insurance, and uh, a lot of people want to keep their, their costs down. Mm -hmm. And these areas do have good school districts. So depending on the actual buyer or home, future homeowner, if schools are an issue, if travel times are an issue, and those are the first two questions I ask any buyer so that I can try to guide them as to which areas they should take into consideration. Got it. Okay, wonderful. And that's more for our primary residents. And now, what about investors? Is real estate a good investment still today, and why that is? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, generally, you'll see a 3 to 5% appreciation, um, which is a good inv investment moving forward if you're, mm -hmm. you know, initializing your uh, portfolio. Most investors are looking for 10%, but most of the times when they look at these higher percentages, they house or the property needs renovations and they need to right. have put in a lot of cash. Right, gotcha, okay. And Carlos, I am a financial planner and also a certified public accountant. So when I work with my clients, we plan for their savings and their investment strategies for the next 10 to 20 years. Could you comment a little bit on the importance of having a balanced investment portfolio that includes real estate? I strongly agree, and I feel that the real estate is a solid investment. Mm -hmm. This is something you can touch and feel, and it's not a paper right. entry that can go away tomorrow <laughs> because something happened in in, uh, in Washington. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I think that if in desirable areas, um, which a good agent can provide guidance to the investor, 
um, and keeping, if they are rental for rental investments and they're keeping the rents within a reasonable amount of money for the, most of the people, mm-hmm. uh, I feel those are good investments. A lot of foreigners are investing in, uh, in uh, high rises, but uh, you have no control with uh, maintenance fees. That's right. You know, a lot of other costs. So the returns there are not going to be that high, maybe 3 4% or break even. Got you. Understand? So it depends on the property and the yeah. like, you, like, you, like you were saying. Okay, yeah. wonderful. Let's pause for a commercial break for now, and then we'll be right back with Abundance Now with Maria M. Lopez. My business is expanding and growing. I just wish there was some way to streamline its accounting functions, give me data to forecast my sales, and advise me on how to manage this growth. I heard my friend's 30-minute session with Gallon Accountants helped her get through most of her issues. I'm not surprised. I am Maria M. Lopez, Principal at Gallon Accountants and Advisors. And through our dedication to serving our clients and our mastery of the accounting discipline, we can help get your business back in the green. We're conveniently located in South Miami, and we work with our clients in South Florida and also with clients throughout the country. Call us today to schedule your 30 minutes complimentary consultation. Contact us at 1-800-793-9721. Again, that is 1-800-793-9721. Welcome back, South Florida. We're back with Abundance Now with Maria M. Lopez. And today we're interviewing my friend and realtor, Carlos Garcia, from the Kai's Company Realtors. Carlos, a couple of more questions. When a new person interested in buying a first-time home, I was a first-time home buyer, oh my God, many years ago. <laughs> and, uh, but, and, and we always have first-time home buyers, right? When they come visit you at your office, do you also offer them or provide them with financing opportunities? Meaning, do you have a mortgage loan originator in your team, or do you often refer them to commercial banks? Good question. Uh, most time, most first-time home buyers will go to the internet today, mm-hmm. and they will find a realtor. And as they find going out there shopping on their own is a little more difficult today than it was before. Uh, if they find a good agent that provides guidance, um, they would excel. Here at the Kais Company, we you know we have a loan officer in every branch, and we have direct access to the underwriters from a large pool of lenders. So we're able to give good good rates and excellent options to all borrowers or all, anyone that wants to purchase. And in addition to that, I also have many other lenders, like for foreign nationals, hard money lenders buyers that with low credit scores. Got so it. we have a lot of programs uh, today and you can buy conventional with 5% versus FHA 3.5%, mm-hmm. but it brings you more and you don't have the FHA funding fee. So there's a lot of programs and it's important that the agent knows about the programs, right. but I specialize in real estate and, and I have uh, uh, you know someone in my office, for example, that has 25 plus years of experience and many other mortgage brokers that um, uh, that are always uh, contacting me with different programs. Beautiful. So you have them in your team so that they can uh, have access to, like you said, to all this financing market, and then they can find and propose, make different uh, alternatives, show different alternatives to the buyers. And Absolutely. then they can pick and choose whatever is best for them, depending on FICO score, first-time home buyers, for non-U.S. person, all of that. Exactly. 
Wonderful. I love that. Okay. That, 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 that's, the that's important before they even go start hunting for a property. Most people do it the other way around. They look for property and then they, uh, you ask them, well, have you looked at your finance numbers and uh, huh, what? And then that's where the problem comes in and a little bit of frustration on the, uh, right. on the buyer side. What kind of guidance? Let me ask you this because when people look at their finances, uh, they don't know what the banks will look for. So, I would advise, I will take a, 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 a recommendation here, I advise that the individuals, the families, uh, contact their CPAs, for, for example, and help for, ask their CPAs for guidance into, okay, wh what is it that usually a banker will look for, a mortgage loan originator will look for, so that show me, okay, what are my debts, what are my credit card debt balances, all this stuff, to help them guide them, because a lot of people may not know. They just gather all the paperwork, and they don't know exactly what the different tests or ratios have to be done in order to qualify for a loan. Absolutely. Okay. CPA would definitely be, especially if somebody wants to start a, an investment portfolio. Exactly. And uh, they should consult a professional mm -hmm. that would uh, be able to guide them you know, on any tax consequences on their, of course. on their move. Of course. What other services do you offer, for example? Do you offer property management services for your clients, and how does that work? Well, Kais offers a full family of services, so we include mortgage, we mm -hmm. have title, we have property insurance, mm -hmm. and we have property management. Uh, in addition, I offer personalized property management to my clients, and currently I manage over 50 properties that, um, that I have rented for my clients and continue to manage it for them. Wow. Um, as a portfolio. As a portfolio, right. So you're a, you're a full service firm, pretty yes, much, we are. real estate, full service. What would you recommend to our listeners if there's someone interested in becoming a real estate agent? What should he or she do in terms of researching this as a career opportunity? Well, real estate uh, is a business. It's not about showing a house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a lot more involvement. <laughs> okay. And it's a business, and it will take an investment. Um, it'll take patience. Uh, you need to be prepared that you're not going to collect a dime for at least six months. Gotcha. Uh, there's a lot of learning to be done, so picking the right brokerage that can offer the proper training and mentoring uh, is important. Um you have to be an asset and a value-added agent to mm -hmm. the seller or to the buyer so that you can provide and justify your fee. Right. So, you yeah. know, there's plenty of business out there for everyone, but um, a lot of people join or become a real estate agent and uh, they uh, are not prepared to, mm -hmm. to face what's in front of them and the market changes and, Right. Um, they have to go to work somewhere else. That's so right. It's That's right. And you know what? Easy. Mm -hmm. well, you know, Carlos, I heard this week in a meeting that I was on a networking event that about, I think the number was about 10% of the realtors in Miami Dade County are full time realtors. That's absolutely correct. Is that right? So, so I think in terms of finding a realtor that can work for you, I, I realize that you may want to work with your cousin or your mom who has a realtor, real, real estate license, but the idea is to go after somebody who does this full-time like yourself who is a specialist because you can offer the best benefit to that buyer or seller. You're correct. Actually, I have several customers that mm -hmm. have family 
agents. Uh-huh. And uh, they uh, contact me because they know that I can provide <laughs> them the guidance that they really want. Exactly. And sometimes you don't want to miss, uh, you don't want to mix business with family. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Are there other services that you and your team provide in this industry? For example, if I work for an employer, a company, and I'm being relocated to another city, do you provide that service? And how do you provide that service? Actually, a large portion of my business is corporate relocation that I've developed within the last 15 years of my 25-year career with the Kais Company. And through the years, I've um, developed many contacts with Fortune 500 companies and executives, which have become repeat customers, investors, and um, have a wide range of of clients in, Mm -hmm. in that area. Kais um, has global relocation services. Okay. So we can um, sell any property in the world. Mm. We have a very, uh, you know, a very good relocation um, department. Right. And uh, we can certainly assist anyone either inbound or outbound. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's great to know. That's great to know because nowadays, I mean, people are moving around. There are a lot of expats, uh, people who are from the U.S. who work, work abroad. And then they come back, they relocate back, or it's simply, even within the United States, I remember there was a time when I lived in Chicago, then in New York City, uh, I was not owning a property, I was renting, but in the case of a family, uh, spouses with children, they probably would want to buy a a property if they were to relocate for a couple of years. Absolutely. Yeah, so that comes very handy. I realize that the U.S. real estate market is very complex, and it offers many opportunities for investing, and it also provides an additional source of income when we own those properties as investment properties. Carlos, would you say and agree with other real estate specialists that generally investing in the real estate market is having our money work for us? Absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> real estate <laughs> right. is my passion, and, and I believe in it, and like I said before, it's something you can physically touch. Right. This is mine. It's not going away. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Now, however, there are also risks involved. For example, sometimes I, I often hear of people that invest more into a property to the point that is overvalued and we will not be able to recover our investment. Does that sometimes take place? Can you comment on that? Yes, it does. This is why you need an experienced, trained agent that can provide the guidance and avoid costly mistakes. For mm-hmm. example, the big buzzword on the, on TV is the uh, flipping of properties. Right. That's, you know, you have to be very careful when you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can lose your shirt. Um, you know, buy, buying somewhere, some properties that do have uh, code issues, violation issues, and that can get very expensive. Right. So <clears throat> right now the market is pretty stable. So flipping, there's just not enough room there. Um there's not enough room and margin for error. So it's important to guide your client the proper way. Got it. Wonderful. I see. Now, I hope that our listeners today found my interview with Carlos Garcia very interesting and educational. It is meant to be a general conversation of real estate investing and not meant to provide any investment advice. I will invite you to connect with me at 1-800-793-9721 if you are a real estate investor so that together we can review your 2016 tax returns before they are filed and also to plan for any 2017 future purchases and transactions. I also want to remind you of my networking tax lunch and learn for next Friday, April 7 at Regis in Cora Gables. You can register at eventbrite.com or call me at one 800 
793-9721 so I can save your seat. Carlos, what other words of wisdom can you share with our listeners today about how the South Florida real estate market is behaving? Believe in Miami. We're a thriving city, an exciting city, a yes. lot of new things coming, people from all over, restaurants <laughs> from all over the world. Employ a good real estate agent that can be an asset to you. I keep saying that because that is critical and important um, for your well-being in the future. Again, thank you. Thank you, Carlos. I want to thank you for your time today visiting us. I appreciate you sharing with us your comments about the South Florida real estate market. I hope that by us having this conversation today, our listeners feel more empowered to continue investing and to start investing their money wisely. To our listeners, I want to let them know to please dial 1-800-793-9721 if you have any comments or questions for me or for Carlos Garcia. My office is conveniently located in South Miami, Please contact me to see how we can work together in the financial matters of your business. Have a wonderful evening, and I will speak with you soon.